What is it like for a 7th generation cattle ranch to go vegan? That's what we're going to unpack today on two rowdy vegans. Now, if you listened to last week's episode, you'll remember that we rescued a pregnant lame cow named Honey from a ranch and brought her to a sanctuary. Now, this sanctuary is actually a 7th generation cattle ranch who went vegan. And in this episode, we're going to dive into their story. While we were there, we had the opportunity to talk to Holly and Davey who live there and have the story be told from their perspective. So without further ado, enjoy the story of Star Love. Two, two, two rowdy vegans. 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 Two, two rowdy vegans. One plus one equals two rowdy vegans. <laughs> and right here, we're ready. We're here to introduce to you Holly and Davy Shockerel. Hello. With, with their twins, Ivy and Ozzy. And so they are the, they are seventh generation cattle ranching family and we are here in Gettys, texas and we are going to tell the story of star love and behind us if you can see the cows are the star lovers <laughs> and i that's my knife i'm calling them that i don't know if she does or not yeah. but this is what we're going to talk about this seventh generation former cattle ranch that is now a vegan movement going wild on we're action we're just we're just, we're just really taking it cool yeah yeah and this uh, is the first documented transition that the uh, Ranchers Advocacy Program is documenting. Oh, I forgot. So... Yes. Uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, the Ranchers Advocacy Program, man. I mean, seriously. Uh, you know, we started having these phone calls, these messages from uh, all kind of folks. Holly being one of them, uh, wanting to know what the heck do we do. Uh, our story has landed in the laps of families across the country and in many parts of the world. And so because of that... It's like rancher families are seeing that story yeah. and they're just going, wow, you know, they're making the connections yeah. and stuff. And so I was so glad you, uh, you know, you reached out to us yeah. and, you know, so you are the first documented rancher advocacy program transition. Conversion. No big, no big deal. Yeah. <laughs> no big deal. Yeah. Just just a pretty historical moment here. Yeah. But uh, it's okay. Yeah. I mean, it's like I was talking to uh, Kip Anderson just a little bit ago about you guys. Uh, yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Was, it's blowing our minds, to be honest. Yeah. And I was yeah. talking to Sean Munson about you guys yesterday. Crazy. Crazy? Yeah. Right? Because this is seriously right. Tell him, Ivy. Izzy. Ozzy. Uh, Ivy. Ivy, Ozzy. Ivy. All right. Yes. Gosh, it is so bizarre because this really is. Y'all are making history. Yeah. You know, her story. So, obviously, like, you made this happen together. I think she called you, and then you talked, and this whole thing came together. I kind of heard the story here and there, but I didn't hear the whole story. So, what's the story here? How did this come about? Okay. You or me? Go for it. Okay. <laughs> so, oh, God. It's like I have to go way back with this story a little bit. I'll Perfect. try That's what they and... want to hear. That's what we want to hear. All right. Yeah. I'll try and make it quick and interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so... This land has been in Davy's family for seven generations. Um, it was a, what was it, a Texas land grant? Yeah, Stephen F. Austin Republic of Texas land grant. So back when Texas was an independent nation is the reason why this land is in our my family. Yeah. Oh, yeah. back when Texas was an independent nation. Yeah. So right after the Civil War is when my ancestor, Josiah Beeman, migrated from the deep south so i believe alabama migrated this way 
because uh, as an incentive program, the Republic of Texas was saying, come to Texas, set up towns, set up ranches. You know, ranches, bring you know commerce and infrastructure to Texas. We'll give you 2,000 acres if you come. So is that how much and it was originally? It was originally 2,000 acres. So it was originally 2,000 acres right yeah. here. Wow. Yeah. So so my ancestors were of the first to settle this area of Central Texas. Really? So, and that ancestor, Josiah Beeman, is buried maybe about two miles that way. And so, we, have a, we have a family cemetery right over there. Really? And he's buried there. Josiah Beeman. You know we need to write a song. Yeah. Oh, Josiah Beeman. I can yeah. see it now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, why not? You know? Yeah. And, and I mean, I think it could be a really great song for y'all. You know, we need to do that. Josiah yeah. Beeman. He would love it. Yeah. You know, yeah. I heard something recently. I've heard it before, but I was reminded of it recently, and I think of Josiah. Um, there's three times that you die. The first time is when you realize that you're going to die. The second time is when you physically die. And the third time is the last time anyone ever says your name. And I mean, Josiah wow. died in like 1890 or something. Something like that. So the fact that we're still talking about him and still crediting him and appreciating him is just like amazing. Ah, when did yeah. he die? His Wait body? <laughs> he's still alive. We he's still, he's still <laughs> alive. He's still alive. Josiah. <laughs> yeah. And we, actually, I think he died in cemetery. December. Yeah, I think he died in December. Uh, Matter yeah. of fact. No. 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 <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. Uh, Wait, what year was that? Uh, I want to yeah, say it was like I feel like 1891 or something like that. Wow. It's been a while. That it's been a while. crazy. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. Okay, so what happened? So, so, so okay. Goat brunch. Okay. <laughs> Goat brunch. Okay, so the family, the, the property was passed down. That 2,000 acres was broken up, broken up. Um, it made its way to Davy's grandmother. I'm like, who am I talking to? Am I talking to y'all? Am I talking yeah. to y'all? Yeah. yeah, we're both. There. You're talking to you know, all your fans out there and your followers that want to see another Texas cattle ranch go vegan. Yeah. Right. Yes. So it went to Davy's grandmother and her four siblings. They did not have the best memories out here because they were raised here during the depression and uh his grandmother's father had died when she was young and she wasn't really interested in being out here she had moved to austin and met davy's grandfather he found out about it came out here super jazzed he saw you know this is a little sliver of paradise and she was like you're crazy so he <laughs> united the hundred acres that was split between davy's grandmother and her four siblings and he was the active rancher in this particular plot of the 2,000 acres. And um, he wow. also built the tiny crazy cabin that we live in. It's a hunting cabin. I saw that. Yeah, and you still got the, the do not... You know, like the shit rant. on the commode or something. No, no, it wasn't. <laughs> we got the deer camp. Like that, deer right? camp rules are still Don't. posted. Yeah, yeah. No tooting. Don't so toot it. Flush the toilet. Yeah. 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 So, anyways, we still are honoring the deer camp rules. Um, so, anyways, I first came out here when Davy and I had just started dating. To be clear, nobody was living out here. This was just sitting here. Mm. It was, you know, the ranching was happening and hunting. And it was just kind of like a family gathering place where people would just come on the weekends or whatever. So I found out about it 
David's like, yeah, I got this land out there. And I had already had ambitions of leaving town, moving out to the country, starting a more like homesteading style life. Ah, so yeah, so, so you, you so told all of a me sudden, about the land. Ah, <laughs> so you're, you're you're like you you start seeing everything. Your eyes go. <laughs> so, are you taking pictures? <laughs> So, and that was one of the things that Davey and I connected on early in our relationship is he was kind of over the rat race too. Although at that time he told me he wanted to move to Thailand and be a yoga teacher. But I was like, okay, well, similar, <laughs> similar, but yeah. So I love it. <laughs> for my 29th birthday, we came out here and I fell in love instantly. And I was like, why don't you live here? Why don't we live yeah. here? She said that. She said, yeah. she was like, why? So why don't we live here? Yeah. And it was like a light bulb went off in my head because it, it was something I had never considered. So I was just like, that's a good idea. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> and how long ago was that? Uh, how long ago was that? Uh, five years ago. <laughs> five years ago? More like you said six. 29. Yeah, five. Okay, yeah. five and a half. Five and a half yeah. years ago. <laughs> She's like, we'll talk after this. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, so from that moment on, we would always come out here as our escape, and we started dreaming about someday, 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 we're going to live out here. We were not vegan at this time, mm -hmm. but we were still connecting with the cows, you know, loving the cows, feeding the cows their cow candy, the cubes, you know. Fast forward a little bit, we got married out here. We knew that we wanted to get and married And you still weren't here. vegan when you got married. We still weren't vegan when we got married. Oh, yeah. Um, this field that we're in right now was actually my bridal suite. I had this whole idea that I was going to be frolicking through this field. The squirrels and the birds were going to help me put on my wedding dress. Ah! <laughs> Did they? Well, what's funny is so this is the only pond. This is the only field on the property that has another body of water, the pond. So I didn't know it, but this is also where the cows had been stashed for a few weeks. Uh oh. So that they so weren't. So then what? So that, I mean, so, so the so the cows have been hanging out here for maybe about two weeks. So there was a lot of poop. Prior, lot of poop. Prior to our wedding, oh, they were sequestered right. down here. To keep them out of, like, the wedding area space that we were using up the hill. But I thought so. this is just makes it even more perfect. So in all of my photos of myself getting ready, the cows. There's, like, one of, like, my flower girl, like, dancing with a cow. It's great. So, anyways. Oh, God, you have pictures of that? I do, yeah. Can we? Mm -hmm. We need to take some pictures yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love I'll that. Send you some pictures, yeah. 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 <laughs> God, so. that is awesome. So, yeah. what happened? So, why did y'all go vegan? Okay, this? yeah, so that is coming. That's oh, yeah. coming. Okay, well, come so, on. Yeah. Take your time. I'm just like, She's taking it. I'm I on the edge. You, I told you it was a long story. I'm on the edge. Yeah. So, fast forward to what I like to call goat brunch. Goat brunch was a brunch that ended with us going to a goat farm because I needed a lawnmower. Again, not vegan at this time. We ended up getting these goats very hastily. So hastily, in fact, we didn't have a chance to tell our landlord in Austin about our new pets. Mm. So for three years, we successfully hid our goats from our landlord. And it was really part of the process, connecting with these goats and seeing these farmed animals as spirits, hearts, 
beings, that thing started changing for us, and we were started to see, you know. Now, where was the goat? The goats were staying with you where? In Austin. In Austin, your apartment? Texas, in our townhouse. In townhouse. How many goats? Two of them. In two your townhouse. Well, well, they had their own. Yard. They had a shed in, that had a doggy door that they would go in and out. Yeah, into our yard. Mm-hmm. And they lived in our yard. And, oh. we sh- and we shared walls with about six other units. Mm-hmm. And the neighbors? So, and the neighbors never... Luckily, like, we lived in a neighborhood where everyone had secrets, so no one ever said anything. No one oh. ever complained. Yeah. And maybe they were vegan. <laughs> it is It is Austin, yeah. So, so, yes. So, three years later, we're now vegans. The landlord has discovered the goats. What happened? I think, well, okay, so I was telling Renee last night that I watched a video. Who's Renee? <laughs> Here she oh, is. Oh, this Renee. Oh, you Here were she, telling, is. she was telling me that. Okay, I get it now. Okay. <laughs> last night when we were talking about the transition to veganism, I yeah. was telling you specifically what did it for me. I watched a video. It's called Dairy is Fucking Scary. Oh, yeah. And actually, Dave is the one who sent it to me. And um, in this video, you see baby cows being taken from their moms. And the moms, every time, try and follow them, protect their babies. And it's very intense, and it's very sad. And So you told me that last Mm -hmm. night, but Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that that's all it took? You just watched that video? I think it was, you know, like I said, living with my goats and seeing, like, animals as animals and not food. You know what I mean? And so did you just come in one day and say, hey, Davey, you know, the gig's up. We're not having any more animal products. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, hey, sister. You, you sent it to I her. I love it. I sent the video. Yeah. <laughs> some. Uh, I forget exactly how it made its way. It was just some somebody posted it on Facebook. And we had been talking I, about it yeah, more and, and we more. Were, yeah, oh, you I mean, were talking about it too. Then. Well, okay. yeah. Well, I, I could tell you some real heavy news. What? Davey, He's pregnant. Davey, no. Davey used to be vegan before he was vegan. <gasps> No, no. So, 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 so you were plant-based. No, he was, he was raw vegan. But raw raw vegan, raw plant-based? Yeah. Did you, the reason I asked this, because this is, this is very interesting. You know where I'm going with this, right? Like, like using animal products. How do you, I mean, how do you, how does a vegan not be a vegan if they go vegan for the animals? Mm -hmm. Were you vegan for your health? For my health. Yeah, so you're a plant-based, raw, yeah, right. you know. Yeah, okay, yeah. you were not, you know. I, this is the argument I have all the time, right? Sure. I mean, people sure, will say sure. they are they were vegans and they went back to eating animal products. I don't I don't believe that you can do that once you get the connection with the animals. Yeah. You know, there's no doing that. Mm-hmm. So you were a raw, plant-based... Individual. Yeah. Yeah. Individual, <laughs> yeah. Not when, I, not when I met him, though. Not when we met no. him. He had, he had... So back in the day... Yeah, I started experimenting with alternative diets like when i was like 14 15 when you wanted and to be a was... yoga teacher in thailand <laughs> right <laughs> well, yeah, that, came, that, that came yeah. that came later that came later hey cool i love this so how did it go from like you became vegan then to coming to want to transform this place this ranch so as i mentioned our goats got evicted and we did not want to get rid of our goats you know we didn't one of them is a little bit special needs she has separation anxiety if she couldn't see me she would scream two three four in the morning that's what i'm talking about our neighbors had secrets anyways so um i i didn't think that if we rehomed her that she would last Mm -hmm. when we got the goats 
they charge us only 20 bucks each because they said, we love that you're not going to eat these goats. Most people get them because they're small enough to put hole on the grill. And I was just like, oh my God. Okay. Yeah. So we're taking them and, um, you know, we loved them. They're a part of our family. So like I said, we'd always wanted to move out here. We have, we have to rehome the goats. So we just rehomed our whole family. Actually, when we first got out here, we lived in a big tent for six months. Because so when did you come out here still, exactly? That was uh, 2016. November of 2016. November of 2016. So from November 20, because you contacted me October of 2017. Yep. So from November, yeah. December, January, February, March, April. That's a year, exactly, almost yep. a year almost, later. About almost a year, exactly. So yeah. when we first got out here, so the weekend before we got here, so we were coordinating this with Davy's parents, um, you know, telling them we're going to move out here, and they're like, okay, well, there's... Um, a schedule in November for some of the cows to be picked up for auction. And so, yeah. Did you hear that? <laughs> yeah. So some of the cows were going to be picked up for auction in There's November. A in no, November. Yeah. And they're moving out here in a tent uh-huh. just. Yeah. We, yeah. yeah. We came, uh, I forget exactly what day November you were 7th vegan was. We were already vegan. How long? Uh, November 7th to January, I guess, almost a year. So you were a year a year old vegan out here, and yeah. now they're finding out the cows on their prop the property they're going well, to live on the, is going to go to auction. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, so we were face to face with the reality of what, what of it's going to be living out here. Rounding them up and trucking them off. Did you round them up? No. Hell no. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> of course you did, and I had to no. ask the question. The last batch left the property oh. the weekend before we moved out here. Really? And it was that that I was like, okay, we know we have to move out here because of the goats, but we can't be comfortable with cows leaving the property for auction, for slaughter. So, wow. yeah, like Davy mentioned earlier... Actually, I don't know if that was with y'all when y'all were here, but um, <laughs> Davy's dad was not actively ranching. He inherited the property, and he was allowing other family members to take over the ranching process. Um, and he works all over the world. He's always gone. So we kind of use that to our advantage. <laughs> yeah, I remember, see, that, I remember, I mean, of course you tell me the story, and yeah. it just kind of like weaves in yeah. and out. I just wanted to get it all in one yeah, sitting. Yeah, yeah, and he's a groovy guy, Yeah, you know, and so when we finally worked up the courage to go to him and say, we don't want the cows leaving the property anymore, he said, I'm okay with that, but I receive benefits for having the cows on the property and I'm paying for the cows to be on the property, so we need to figure out a plan. So then it took me a year to find Renee. So I was frantically freaking out for almost a year, like, how do you save cows? How do you transition a cattle ranch into a non-cattle ranch? Do I have to take the cows somewhere? Can I keep the cows here to live their life in their home? I thought I was the only vegan that lived on a cattle ranch. <laughs> I know exactly how you feel. Yeah. Yeah. So someone told me about Renee. I found out not only is there another vegan that lived on a cattle ranch, but there's so many vegans living on cattle ranches. She had to start a damn program for us. <laughs> it's happening. It's happening. And so- that's the Rancher's Advocacy Program. So that blew my mind to know that our society is there, mm-hmm. that that is happening. 
Yeah. And it blew my secret. mind. It's in secret, Holly. It's like so many people contact me without anybody else uh, knowing about it. You know, yeah. I say it's a secret. I don't mean that yeah. it's a secret right. that right. I'm not going to tell anybody. Right. But I'm very, very... Um, I'm, if people want their privacy, yeah, I'm not going to go shouting to the world because right. a lot of these folks, ranchers' wives, ranchers themselves, yeah. would confide in me yeah. because they could talk to me because we talk the language of yeah. what they needed to hear. Absolutely, yeah. And so now mm-hmm. this program is being developed, yeah, so that we can really yeah. help, yeah, you yeah. know. And it's just to be on the front end of this engine, yeah. Uh, it's it's just like it's just like a whirlwind. When we just we're just going left and right all the time, aren't we? I mean, Ryuji's following me around mm. to, to see how the Rancher Advocacy Program, you know, what we're doing. Yeah. And it just, uh, I mean, like I said, this morning I was in tears. I mean, yeah, I know. There's time, yeah, yeah, I called you. And when you called, I was like, oh, oh I was, uh, oh, this chicken farmer, yeah. this letter. Yeah. This letter was just. Lauren, he's yeah. asleep. I think yeah. I woke him up blubbering, didn't I? I was a week before that when you when you entered the the room. Yeah. Oh, yeah. really? Because oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I came in from yeah. down at the the lobby because I, I, I got up at finally got out of bed at five o'clock so I can't sleep anyway. I'll yeah. just get up. Yeah. And I didn't want to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I went down there and had my 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 morning my running my morning ritual and uh, yeah and then all this happened. You know, it's, it's, you know every day a chicken farmer calls me and tells me that they uh, used to kill slaughter a hundred thousand chickens every fifty two days. I get that call every morning. Yeah. Yeah, and they're vegan, and it's with really, 200 cows. It's really brave because you know when you're just a vegan amongst vegans, you're preaching to the choir and you're kind of protected from that. But to be ve- a vegan activist in a ranching world, you're exposed to the underbelly consistently. Even us living out here, you know, driving into town, we pass trucks full of cows, chickens, all the time. You know. And it's so sad. So what is this up the road with all these little baby calves? Hmm. There's a bunch of baby calves up on the road. Yeah, on 141. No. Yeah. Like Tommy said that people just bring them and fatten them up and then send them to a feedlot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean. Uh, like there's tons of I baby mean, calves. I, I feel yeah. like they, well, I feel like all of those are maybe born on site and then they, they calf them separate from the, from the, from their mamas. They, they sequester them. It's just easier, easier, the mentality is that it's an easier thing for them to manage. Oh, my God. There was like, I'm God, about yeah. 40 of them or so yeah. that I saw? Yeah, yeah, Just babies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unbelievable. Switch soon. So, yeah, of what's going to be happening to this place moving forward? I know you're partnering up yeah. with the Ranchers Advocacy Program, so what are the yeah. plans? So, what I like to say, so I'm so happy that the cows get to stay here this is their home we share this land with them they were here before us and um so we're establishing a sanctuary an animal rescue and i like to call it a sustainable sanctuary because not only are we you know allowing the cows to live out their natural lives but we're also doing a land regeneration project as well including a veganic garden um, exactly. And, yeah. And we're amending the soil. One of the reasons that, um, you know, these big ranching operations are so, you know, hazardous to the environment is because, you know, there's not mindfulness in the cohabitation with the cows and the land. So there's erosion that's happening and soil depletion. Soil depletion. 
And, um, yeah, so we are amending the soil, and we are going to be restoring a lot of the native grasses and painted prairies, you know, pollinator fields, and planting a lot of things specifically for the cows, Um, things that they can eat and forage, things that, uh, you know, are nutritious and medicinal for them. So we rely less on trucking in supplemental food and medicine and um what a great idea i know it's just you know yeah. this is just an amazing idea just yeah. you know bravo yeah thank you <laughs> really yeah i love it and so actually you know because we will be more mindful in how they're grazing you know more rotational style just them doing what they do eating and pooping they're going to be rebuilding soil and uh, regenerating vegetation so it's really and then you'll rotate and put them into yeah, so that there's rest happening in certain certain parts. But of then the on land. one acre, I think it's one acre, yeah. we're going to do the veganic model. Yeah, with no animal input. So that's really exciting, you know, to show that it works. So yes. that'll be all green manure, plant, you know, plant manure essentially, which is yeah, yeah it's so exciting. Plant matter that is. Um, Decomposing. Decomposing and composting the so soil. So you're needing $176,000 for the first phase right. of that's Star right. Love, yeah. right? Well, that, I think that's, well, that's, that's uh, the entire, all, that's, that's all the phases. Project. Well, well, well first phase. Yes. I, you know why I say first phase? I like you where know, your head's at, Renee. Yeah, you better. You better understand <laughs> this. Yeah. It's first phase. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because it's first phase. This is what you want to do yeah. right now to get things off the ground, to get yourself yeah. moving in that direction, yeah. to have people coming on tours, yeah. to be able to be a beacon of light in the society. But yeah. you got to think... How old are y'all? Yeah. 34. 34. It's phase one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank God. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Star yeah. loves can be everywhere. I mean, yeah. can you imagine, you know, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, don't get me to go and I mean, I can just, yeah. with the name Star Love, yeah. I mean, it's just. Yeah. Do you want to know where that comes from real quick? Tell me. <laughs> well, when I first met Davey, I was not someone looking for a husband or a boyfriend. I was just doing me. And 20 minutes in, I knew that we were going to get married. Yeah. And uh, I played hard to get. That's how quick she fell in love with me. That's how quick it happened. But I played played hard to get for a while. Real hard. But um, when I finally divulged that I was in love with him, I called him my star love. Because I felt like we actually were not meeting, but we were reuniting. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. So we would always refer to each other as Star Love, and then when we got married, we unofficially named the property Star Love for our invitations. Oh, yeah, that is beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah, we. That's you know. I mean, I really do believe that we all, you know, um, you know, in some other life, in some other form, in some other way. I'm totally. sure we were all together yeah. somehow, some way. Yeah. You know. <clears throat> so. Yeah, that's got to be Star Love. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, yeah. that was a really cool story. I mean, I think yeah. like this is the type of story that really represents the change that we're trying to create in the world. When you see like seventh generation cattle ranchers yeah. going vegan and transforming their business, yeah, uh, you know, and like we've talked about last week, like we talked about, uh, and, and many different things that we're doing with Renee now. This is happening all over the place. Whether it be with Renee herself with Rowdy Girl Sanctuary, <laughs> I often forget to mention that. Yeah. With that. The other one that we were talking to yesterday, uh, the chicken farmer that you were talking about, I mean, this is just insane, the change that's happening. So, um, you know, hearing these types of stories, to me, really shows me, like I said in the episode from the the last episode, it's not just hope anymore, it's like proof that change actually is happening. And I think that's what's so cool about 
what's happening right here and what's happening all over the place with the many calls that you get and the many people who are getting in touch with you to be a part of the Ranchers Advocacy Program. And people want the general public out there, they love these, they love the, to hear about this. Yeah. They, they want it, they want to believe that this is possible. Yeah. And then when they see that it is possible, yeah. I mean, God, you know, yeah. the world is opening up. You know, we just met with, you know, Dr. Silas Rao and, you know, Vegan World uh, by 2026 is yeah. his mission. Yeah. And it's become my mission. It's yeah. become Ryuji's mission. It's yeah. become Jane Velez Mitchell's mission. It's like a Vegan World 2026. Where's yeah. my sticker at? You got I just saw it. And yeah, it's it's gotta happen. Where'd it go? Oh, there it right is. Right there it is. Vegan World 2026. <laughs> and you this one I'm not gonna tell you what it says because it's a nasty word. But <laughs> you know, it's, <laughs> but it's time, y'all, to pay attention to the fact that we have got to start showing up on this planet environmentally, uh, to to uh, what did he say? That we're not destroying the planet. Is that what is going to destroy us is not what we don't know, is what we know is not true for sure. Yes, that was so remarkable to me. It's not that we're destroying the planet either. It's not that we're destroying it. You know, I mean, I, I, I often think, you know, we're, you know, humans are just destroying the planet. Yeah. And he looks at it like, you know, uh, the world is being, you know, we're like this thermostat. We have become a thermostat because we created all this gas emissions. We've created all this heat on the planet. And if we wouldn't have done that, we would have already been in an ice age. Mm-hmm. And so, see, all the destructive habits that we've had mm-hmm. is actually saved us. Yeah. But now it's time for us to wake up yeah. and to, to see with real eyes and yeah. realize that, okay, now the moment is here for us to you know, pull together and evolve. You know, yeah. you know, uh, what did he say? 99% of the... Of the of human activities yeah. is unnecessary and wasteful. 99% of mm-hmm. human activity. Yeah, I believe it. Not yeah. necessary yeah. Yeah. and yeah. wasteful. Yeah. yeah. Thank yeah. God yeah. for a 22-year-old mind that can help me remember. I'm like, well, what was that again? I know it was yeah. 99% of something. No. <laughs> anyway, the two, the two, the vegans, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's really cool. And... What we did yesterday is we picked up a pregnant cow from another cattle ranch, Honey, who was brought over here. So uh, that was in itself an incredible story, but how did that come about? Well, Cindy, uh, not your cow, but Cindy, <laughs> Cindy, Cindy called me uh, and wanted to talk to me about Honey, her pregnant cow that's lame, that she had developed a bond with, and she wanted uh, to find a home for Cindy, I mean, for um, Honey. Cindy wanted to find a home for Honey. And, you know, I would have loved to have taken Honey. You know, I mean, my heart went out to Cindy. She cried on the phone to me. But there was no way that we could do it. We'd been inundated uh, with with rain, flooded out two years in a row, looking for another place out here in the Austin area somewhere, getting wherever we're looking. You know, and I knew we couldn't do it. And yeah. so I looked up, you know, I mean, I, I reached up to Donna over at Rejoice and, but, you know, she was willing and I didn't, you know, I didn't contact you because I know you have your hands full, <laughs> literally, you know, look, you have your hands full <laughs> and I look, at, look back here. I mean, you have all these, these little sweet critters and I, you know, I, I thought about you at first and I was like, mm, not, yeah. not yet, yeah. not, let me yeah. just, cause I'm, you know, I try to be real mindful of that. Yeah. But when Donna let me know she couldn't take the, the baby because she had a death in the, a death to deal mm-hmm. with. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. I'm going to have to call. Yeah. I had no thought. This, this is like the energy of the universe was opening up. So yeah. I called you. 
stars aligned. And you said yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and then we find out that Honey has a five-month-old daughter. Yeah. And then we go to pick up Honey and Ginger. And um, then we find out that her husband is receptive to a vegan message. Yeah. It was it was unbelievably bizarre. Her husband, yesterday. the rancher. Yeah. A sixth-generation cattle rancher is now interested in this vegan message. I've gotten text, two or three texts from them today. Yeah. They uh, want, you know, to know what kind of vegan meats, what kind of vegan cheeses. She's awesome. ready to get involved in the movement, and yeah. she says her husband's going to be right behind her. That's Y'all, exciting. the yeah. world is changing. Yeah, yeah. So how is it for you receiving honey and, like... Yeah, it, it was felt, dark. It was dark. It was dark. Um, it felt, you know, special and important, you know, and we're really happy to pay it forward, you know, because we've received help. So to help someone who is in distress mm. feels powerful. Um, yeah, and just like a new adventure for us, I guess. Yeah. And you weren't even no. here. <laughs> I know, yeah. And, uh, you know, and so, so you know, here it is, December the 8th. Ninth? Uh, ninth. Okay, so, and, and we're, we're, we're about to ramp up our end of the year campaign. And, uh, you know, our, I mean, we're, gonna, we're getting ready to initiate our end of the year campaign. I say wrap it up because I'm ready for it to be over. I'm ready to get the money you guys need, you know. And so I am, uh, I am fired up. I'm ready to, to just let go of a campaign to help Star Love realize their greatest, their greatest dreams for this property here in Texas to become a beacon of light, a star that's just shooting straight to the sky so that all of everybody can see what has happened here in Giddings, Texas. And we're going to be working alongside with another very powerful organization, Blue Horizons and Farm Transformers, to make this happen. They've got a serious, serious match in store for us. So we are... Who are we? The two. The two. Rowdy. We are the two rowdy <laughs> vegans. vegans. Two, two, two rowdy 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 vegans. Two, two rowdy vegans. One plus one equals two rowdy vegans. Two, two, two rowdy vegans.